at 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday, July 29th, 2023. Along with producer, co-host Brandon Pogorski, I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks so much for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. If you want to be part of the show, you have a question, a suggestion, opinion, hey, do so via the Automotive Color and Supply text line at 46862. That's 46862. Please put TS in the front of your message so we know that, hey, that's for us. And uh, we'll take a look at it and see about getting it on the air for you. Uh, got a great show lined up for you this morning. We are going to be talking with a broadcaster from the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, pinch hitting for Mike Nutter this morning. And it's going to be the Wizard of Moz. Yes, that's right. Mike Moz will join us at around 920 this morning. And... Uh, Give us all things Tin Caps and all things Mike Moss. Uh, how he got started in the business, how he uh, has, has sustained his fandom. Maybe if we can even, if, if you're not familiar with his work, maybe we can, uh, Brandon, maybe we can find a clip. I'm oh. gonna, I'm gonna do my best. Okay. okay. And by the way, good morning. Hey, good morning. How, how are, are you? you? Did obviously we both survived the storms last night. We did. Now I had probably about. I don't know, half a dozen calls and, and emails from our emergency alert at work uh-huh. letting me know we had storms. It, I, I mean, I could hear them outside, but they made sure that, you know, I was okay. Man, it seems like that Indiana-Michigan line and up Ooh. into southern lower Michigan this past week has just gotten hammered with the, with the, when you're watching the weather radar with the yellow and red stuff. Oh, my goodness, the turbulence. And, uh, uh, boy, I... It, I do recall it. I think it was right around three in the morning. We we got hammered with, with rain, lightning, and thunder. I don't believe my wife was awakened at all. I love storms, and I, I wake up just long enough to go, "Huh, it's storming." <laughs> Roll back over and go to sleep, and just or listen to it for a while. Anyway, that's me. Like long walks on the beach and puppies too. So. Well, anyway. more importantly, though, talking about puppies, we talked about the new kitten ah, last week. Yes. How did the animals do getting through the storms? Because we know your wife is an animal lover. Yes. Uh, well, the animals ended up in our room last night. And um, I think one of them in particular was a little startled by some thunder. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least that's what I thought a few hours later when I woke up uh, that uh, I noticed that... Uh, there might have been, uh, yeah, uh, some startling going on uh, because, yeah, anyway. But, uh, yeah, and, of course, the kitten saga. Uh, I told you about the kitten yes. last week that my wife brought it home from an Amish wedding. And uh, we'd been going round and round and round trying to find a name for this little girl. And um, finally, you know, well, Diane took her to the vet to see just how everything was going, if this was a healthy kitten or what. So took her to the vet. And uh, I text her during the vet visit, and I said, hey, is she, you know, how is she doing? Is she healthy? Mm-hmm. She texts back with, well, I don't know if she is, but he's healthy. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's a boy. Congratulations. I, yeah. I, <laughs> now i got to go and exchange the cigars. But anyway, uh, so, so as it turns out that the naming rights from, you know, my my two stepdaughters, London and Giada, and then, uh, and then Diane and me, just throwing our names out there. 
uh, we, you know, and then we had to shift everything from a male to or from a female to a male, and uh, and still could not come to a consensus as to what the name should be. It came down to writing names on little pieces of paper, wadding them up, putting them in an empty coffee mug, and pulling from there. Mm. So uh, we came down to the final two. We put three of the names in one, three of the names in the other, and each of us pulled out and, and, and it, uh, a name. And, it, of course, it ended as a tie, two and two, so we still had two little ones in there, one with each name. Okay. So we had the neighbor kid the name of the winner and uh, the cat's name is Sergio Sergio good name yeah slow golfer good uh, name. yeah yeah I call him Sergio Garcia when I call him Sergio mm -hmm. but it's interesting because uh, so far the the wife and I just call him LeBron <laughs> I like some of the other names we had for him before we went on yeah, air. We that is true yeah LeBron's yeah and they have to stay off the air but That's uh, right. but yeah I mean when you when you Take a little female kitten to the vet, and she comes back a boy. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's move along. <laughs> that could be taking us down a road we don't want to go down. But uh, this day in sports history, July 29th, of, uh, from Blake Sebring's book, Fort Wayne Sports History. This entry in 1963, Chicago Cubs stars Ron Sano, Larry Jackson, Billy Williams, and Bob Buell entertain more than 5,000 Wildcat players, and it was uh, the Central Soil Plain uh, owned by uh, Gin Herzog. Went to Chicago to pick up the stars, brought them to Fort Wayne, and a uh, longtime Wildcat supporter and former Dodger great Carl Erskine, who uh, we heard his name in the Hall of Fame festivities uh, this past Sunday, also took part again. It was the third year in a row Erskine participated in Progress Day, and he also spent part of the summer presenting clinics for the players. But... Uh, uh, the kids got to go, and, and back then, there was a, a trip to Chicago. You didn't see the White Sox or the Cubs, and the Wildcatters got to go on a train to Chicago. And uh, that ended in, I think it was 1967. There were over 2,642 attending there, the largest number on a trip. Um, and uh, that... Uh, it said the last trip required 17 train cars, but poor planning by the railroad line required the kids to be on trains for more than eight hours, making for a long day. This turned out to be the last Wildcat trip to a major league game. Um, I was never in Wildcat during that period of time, so I missed out on that. But uh, that sounds like all kinds of fun. And how at that? Speaking of kittens, that that would be kind of like herding kittens if you take 2,600 kids to a ball game that are, you know, age 15 and under, unreal. think about that. On, on a train. Yeah, yeah, on a train. Unreal. But, I mean, you think about that, but, I mean, how cool would that be for kids to do that? <gasps> I mean, you could, I don't know if you could ever do that today, but, to, you know, go to a Cubs game and see their, their current players, you know, get a clinic from uh, Cody Bellinger. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you say Ron Santo and Billy Williams. Yeah, Marcus Stroman comes in and tells you how to pitch. My goodness, you know, uh, yeah, it would be amazing. Wow. Very that's neat. that's the kind of stuff that happened, you know, and Carl Erskine with uh, with his pedigree and resume in Major League Baseball over the years. Uh, and, and I've had the good fortune to, to be able to listen to Carl Erskine, who still, gosh, as, as soon as, you know, three or four years ago, still gives a speech that is so riveting and, and so pun filled and funny that um, I could listen to that guy all day long. Incredible. 
But uh, that was uh, one of the entries for July 29th from Blake's book. The other one, in 1993, Bruce Boudreaux is named the Comets' new coach. As after a year of coaching Muskegon in the Colonial Hockey League, Boudreaux came back to lead the Comets uh, back to the Turner Cup Finals where they lost to Atlanta in six games. Boudreaux was fired halfway through the next season, but he uh, stuck with it and uh, coached in the NHL with Washington and Anaheim uh, as of um, this writing of this edition of Fort Wayne Sports History. So that's what took place on July 29th in Fort Wayne Sports History. Now, taking a look at Major League Baseball, your Cubs. My goodness. I didn't eat coffee this morning. I had Mike Talkman taking away the game-winning home run, seven in a row for the Cubbies, game over 500. And I think, what, only four and a half back right now in the Central? Yeah. Three it, and a half back in the wild card. They're back in at five. Five, five. I don't know if Jed Hoyer's listening. I hope so. I, I would he probably, yeah. But you got to buy. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> yes. Jed, don't, don't be a seller. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be a buyer. Yeah. Yes. Um, my goodness. Those Cubs. Uh, well, all them butter because they're on a roll. That's right. Well, let's take a look at, uh, of course, some of the other uh, Major League Baseball. Last night, of course, the uh, Detroit Tigers lost to the Miami Marlins 6-5. to five. Zach McKinstry walked as a pinch hitter and then uh, went into right field as uh, his Tigers lost that one. McKinstry's hitting 242 with seven home runs, 12 stolen bases, 24 RBI. Get this, he's committed just six errors this season while playing seven defensive positions. And that doesn't include DHing, in which he's done as well. So it, that to me is incredible. Uh, the only positions he has not played are first base and catcher. Ultimate team player right there. Yeah, and and he'll do whatever. And just to, to be able to have a player on your roster that can just fill in. Hey, that's why kids play as many, learn as many positions as you possibly can and be versatile. And you don't need a ton of gloves or anything. Well, you might need an outfield's glove, infield's glove, first baseman's glove, yeah, catcher's mitt. Yeah, okay, yeah, you do. You do. But uh, get proficient at all of those. And uh, and once again, I, I saw a meme earlier this week that says, a $500 bat does not make a good hitter. Ooh. I used to sell those bats to people. And... Oh, my goodness, people would come into the store and say, well, I want to get a bat for Billy for Christmas. I'd say, okay, great. Uh, bring Billy in. Oh, no, this is a surprise. This is for Christmas or this is for his birthday. I said, yeah. Same thing with a glove. I said, you know, I said, that, that's great. I, I understand the sentiment. But a baseball, we want to make sure that the, the bat is of, of right proportion, uh, weight in and little guy swing the bat with a big kid, you know, bring him in. Please, please bring him in, and let's try these out. You know, uh, little Billy can get uh, all excited about the aesthetics of a, of a bat or a glove, but still, the, the one that fits the best is the one that's going to help him the most. Well, it'd be like buying golf clubs for somebody. Sure. And, and you have no idea. We're just going to go get them off the rack. Yeah. Yeah, well, get them, yeah. Get them in a box and bring them to, yeah, you know, no. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's uh, a $500 bat does not make a good hitter. So uh, the other uh, Major League Baseball player 
from the Fort Wayne area right now, Kevin Kiermaier. He was one for three last night as his Toronto Blue Jays beat the Angels four to one. The Angels' only run scored on Shoei Otani's major league leading 39th home run of the season. Now, Kiermaier, who is a uh, Bishop Blewers grad, as McKinstry is a Northside grad, uh, Kiermaier is hitting 276 on the season. Five triples, four homers, 23 RBI, 11 stolen bases, and four, count them, four outfield assists. So uh, that's a uh, a pretty good run for both uh, Zach McKinstry and Kevin Kiermaier, who ironically, I believe, both wear the number 39. So for their specific teams, so Tigers and Blue Jays. Once again, 46862, Automotive Color and Supply Text Line 46862. Put TS in front of your message if you will. And our producer, co-host Brandon Podgorski, also has a podcast called Facts Over Fandom. And if I'm not mistaken, sir, this latest drop of a podcast deals in fantasy football. Yeah, I put a poll out on our, on our Twitter, um, FOF underscore show, if people want to check it out on Twitter, and said, hey, do you, what do you want me to talk about this week? I was kind of out of topics, and, and everybody said fantasy football. So we're gearing up for fantasy football. I think we yeah. talked a little bit about it last week, and we're getting a little bit closer, a little bit closer. So I did some research and looked at the industry, how big is the industry worldwide. It's almost $20 billion. Mm. Um, and, you know, once basically sports gambling de facto became legalized right. up to the states in 2018, you know, you got more players in it. So, you know, fan duel, draft games, although some more people are playing um, the pay. But, you know, for me and my buddies, we just have a free league. So I looked at the industry and then I tried to do some research on how to build your your perfect team. And I'm probably the worst guy. Like the commissioner of my league would tell you I'm the worst guy to talk on this. But looking at what are some ways to, to build your team, you know, it's if you can find guys who are consistent, look at what their average points are per game, but are consistent. They're not too high one game and too low another, but they're pretty consistent you're probably going to be all right. And you don't have to take a quarterback in the first round. You know, you can wait and get your wide receivers running backs and away you go. Well, and of course, yeah, it all depends too on what kind of league you're in. True. Points per reception. Uh, you know, the league that I'm a commissioner of, we have, you know, out of specialty bonuses, you know, double points for, for this and that. Uh, incremental scores for yardage of a touchdown of under 10 yards is six points. Uh, 10 through 39 is, is nine and 40 plus is 12. You know, same thing, field goals, the longer you kick, the, the more the points. Uh, you can only have one on your roster. And then, uh, you know, if you win by a 15-point margin, you get bonus points and things. So we will have guys that could score as many as 200 points because you get touchdown points. You also get uh, points for, you know, uh, quarterbacks, obviously passing yardage, uh, receiving yardage for the receivers and running backs. Same thing, too. A wide receiver does, a, let's say, an end around for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That That's 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 good money. Well, yeah. good, good points. Let's good. put it that way. We don't charge a monetary fee. We charge beer. Well, I... And since, and, and unfortunately since, and it's usually, it's it's always been. Now, this is this this league I started was close to 30 years ago, wow. 25 and 30 years ago. In fact, my first, first quarterback that I started was a guy by the name of Joe Montana. I've heard of him. 
and and uh, one of the receivers was Sterling Sharp. So yeah, wow. not Shannon, but Sterling. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know. Anyway, uh, it, it's it's been fun. But we would usually have the draft, you know, on uh, Labor Day Sunday evening in my garage, so that we're I mean, out of the way, and then we'd order pizza, and uh, we usually always had other adult and uh, you know general beverages. But anyway, uh, you know, a lot of fun, a lot of fun, but we charge beer. But so, but the last three years we've had COVID instances. So we, we haven't gotten together. We went online and we, we do it through an ESPN. And uh, that seems to be the best bet because you populate your rosters and there they are. Now, when you do it at my house, we didn't do it online. We just did the auto draft and um, my, my wife, some last couple of years would, take a spreadsheet and put everybody's roster on the spreadsheet. And then the next morning on Labor Day, I would be um, spending a couple hours inputting all of the rosters uh, in. It was a mess. But anyway. My wife is amazing. I don't think I could get her to put an Excel spreadsheet of about 300 football players together (laughs) and organize it by. Oh, I didn't say it was free. Okay. 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 So, but. Uh, yeah, she she would do that, and uh, well, she had a team for a while because when we were at, at an odd number of teams, we were at seven teams, and she came in and said, "I don't even know what I'm doing." Of course, the first week she she starts out two and zero, oh, and uh, yeah, yeah, and, and she's she's drafting all. She's a Jets fan, uh, so she's drafting these Jets, and it's like, oh no, no, <laughs> you know they'd have a career day in week one and week two anyway. But uh, holy cow, it's time to take a break. Tell you what, before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friends at Culligan. Oh, my goodness. Culligan has been around the Fort Wayne area for years. It's the name you know and trust when you talk about water, drinking water, water that goes through your home. Give them a call today, 484-8668, and ask them what they can do to improve your water at your home. Because, once again... You don't want bad water coming into your home. You don't want to drink it. You don't want to consume it into your own bodies or your pet's uh, bodies. You want the best water possible. You also want good water, good water going through your waterborne appliances, whether that be your water heater, your dishwasher, your washing machine. You want all of these to uh, have longevity because if you price those lately, they're not cheap. So anyway, Give Culligan a call today, 484-8668. That's 484-8668. Give your people Culligan water. We'll be right back with Mike Moz. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Dan Patrick at 9 a.m. on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. When you think of other shows, if you tune into The Bachelor and if I said, you know what, we're not going to do the rose ceremony on TV, it's just too mean. We're not going to do that. Well, that's that's the main thing of the show. That's what Hard Knocks is. Hard Knocks is about you getting cut, that we buy into your story. Dan Patrick at 9 a.m. Download the 1380 app. Listen from your smart speaker or log on to 1380thefan.com. 
interrupt this scheduled program for breaking news from Grody Mitsubishi. Hey, Fred Grody here from Grody Mitsubishi. Used car prices are on the rise, so this is a quick public service announcement. So if you made up your mind your old ride is past its prime, now's the best time because you could drive for a dollar. That's right. This week only, you could drive home in a car you love from Grody Mitsubishi and put just one dollar down. So if driving your old ride is a grind, dump it and drive for a dollar. But Fred, what if I've had credit problems in the past? Even if you've been turned down before, my For the People credit approval process means that if you have a job and a dollar, you could be driving home today. But hurry, before prices continue to climb, come drive for a dollar. I'm Fred Grody, and I'm a dealer for the people. Visit me between Lake and State on Coliseum. Call 422-5000 or get pre-approved at GrodyNation.com. That's GrodyNation.com. Credit and $1 down required bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. Example, stock number F31057. $1 down, $180 per month for 77 months at 7.89% APR. You want to save money on your AC bill? Turn off the AC. Yeah, that's not going to work. Unless you have a solar-powered attic fan from Koala Insulation. The smart thermostat turns the fan on when it hits 85 degrees, kicking the hot air out of your attic and keeping it cooler in your house. It costs a lot of money to run your AC, so the more the attic fan runs, the less your AC runs, and the more you save. Ask about the 26% federal tax credit and free examination of your attic. Save money and beat the summer heat online at koalainsulation.com. The Brockman Heating and Air Conditioning Promise. On time, done right, or it's free. Brockman's your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. That's over 60 years strong since 1957, serving homeowners in the Fort Wayne area. And Brockman's has the most experienced techs to help you decide if you should repair or replace your unit. 423-4331. Call your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Brockman's Heating and Air Conditioning. On time, done right, or it's free. 423-4331. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply for a, well, a wet Saturday morning. Uh, the storms that rolled through here uh, overnight. We're, well, good for the farmers, right? And good for those that enjoy thunderstorms. But uh, anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in. We are talking local sports of all sorts till the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. And we do have a guest on the talking sports phone line powered by Automotive Color and Supply. But uh, we're going to set it up. We're, we're, we're going to play some of his work first before we get right to our guest. And uh, let's do that now, Brandon. 2-0 now, the count on Martinez. Does he get the green light, or does he make Vito throw a strike? That is the question. 
Swing. Here's a drive down the line. Is it fair? Is it fair? It is gone. The granny comes to fruition. Albert Martinez, another eighth inning home run. Clears the bases. The kids and the rest of the fans are going nuts. And the Tid Caps have taken the lead. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mike Moss. Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning, Jim. How are you? <laughs> Fantastic. I'm not going to tell you who sent me that uh, one, but uh, you're filling in for him this morning. Anyway, uh, <laughs> okay. Those are big shoes to fill, by the way. Well, and and we we went we went with the best here. Uh, Mike, tell us about that call and the excitement that ensued because of how gigantic <laughs> that was. Oh, uh, well, let, let's go back and let's inform our listeners. The date of that call was April 30th, 2013. And it was a morning game, games that I used to call uh, join us for breakfast on Ewing Street. It was 11.05 first pitch. Uh, the Clinton Lumber Kings were the opponent. And um, to try to set the scene, Clinton had won the night before. And in the bottom of the eighth inning, Albert Martinez, who was a right-hand hitting outfielder for us, hit a home run in the bottom of the eighth. And uh, so then we switched to the next day, the day game. There were over 4,600 fans, most of them school kids, at Parkview Field. And Clinton jumped out, scored two runs in the first, two runs in the third. We came back and got uh, one in the fourth, two in the fifth. But Clinton got another run in the sixth. So it's 5-3 Clinton going to the bottom of the eighth inning. So we end up uh, with two singles and a walk. Uh, along with an inch ground out and a strikeout. So Tin Caps have the bases loaded with two outs. Up to the plate steps Albert Martinez. And one of the things, as, as I was taught when I first got into this business well over 30 years ago, thanks to a tremendous uh, chance I had back in 1994 at the Midwest League All-Star Game to speak with... Um, I don't want to say the word idol, but me being a native of Detroit, uh, Ernie Hartwell was the keynote speaker for that year's All-Star Game. And he gave me three pieces of advice to use for broadcasting and for life. And rule number one was be yourself. If, you're, if you try to imitate someone, you'll be found in a heartbeat. Rule number two was to have fun. If you're not having fun with what you're doing, you're not where you're supposed to be. And then rule number three primarily pertains to broadcasting, but he says, paint the picture. Mm -hmm. And he went on to say, the greatest joy a broadcaster can receive is not necessarily making it to the major leagues, not necessarily making six figures uh, for a living, but it's when you get a comment, whether it's a phone call, a text, a letter, an email, from a fan or a listener that they tell you that they enjoy listening to you so much that they feel like they're right there 
being at the ballpark for baseball or on the basketball court for basketball or, or wherever, whatever sport it is. And boy, did he turn out to be a prophet. Because what I tried to do, and what I've tried to do since I got into broadcasting, going back to January 3rd, 1990, is to try to set the scene for the listener. So I can try to keep them informed and hopefully energized. And so Martinez comes up, and the first thing I mention is that he had a home run in the eighth inning last night. Could lightning strike again? So the first pitch is outside, the second pitch is low. So it's 2-0, and oh, and that's where we pick up the, uh, the, the piece that you just played. Does he have the green light on 2-0? and oh? And you being a baseball veteran, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Not all batters, when they have a 2-0 count on them, get a chance to swing at the next pitch. So I set it up, is that, that is the question. And sure enough, the pitch comes in, and Martinez smashes it down the left field line. First of all, the ball's hit a long way. Second of all, in my mind, is it going to stay fair? Is it fair? Is it fair? It's fair. <laughs> and then, I don't know, I guess uh, one of the luckiest breaks of my life, broadcasters need to sometimes not speak for a moment, let the play develop, and sure enough, it is gone. And then, for the life of me, Jim, to this day, I have no idea how and why the phrase, the granny comes to fruition, came to being. It just came out of my mouth. <laughs> and you have known me for a long time, and I tend to get excited no matter what uh, sporting event I get to broadcast. Mm -hmm. When you've got primarily 3,500 kids, and they're screaming and hollering, the team has come back from the deficit, Martinez has hit a home run in the eighth inning for two games in a row. Uh, I tend to get excited. Now, as the late Paul Harvey would say, let's get to the rest of the story. So the next morning, you were, you were the sports director and your dear friend Charlie Butcher, you and him, and, and you had, Charlie had the, the five to nine slot morning news with Charlie. And I got, we both miss Charlie a lot. Yes. I get a phone call from Charlie at five after seven, and I'm, you know, he woke me up, truthfully, and he says, Mike, Jim and I would like to talk to you about yesterday's game. Can you call us back at 7.30? Here's the number. Sure. So I, I go to get the toothpicks to get the uh, cobwebs out of my eyes, and 7.28, 7.29, I make the phone call. And you and Charlie proceeded to talk to me for nearly 20 minutes. And the funniest part, as I found out later, the five to nine slot, there were eight different breaks for news and sports and a weather look. Finding out later that Charlie played the highlight you just played, seven of the eight segments was mind-boggling. Was mind-boggling. So I get to the ballpark because we had another game that night. Mike Nutter has it. Brian Shacko has it. Um, I think John Nolan had it because he was my intern that, that year. And um, my cousins had it. And it's all the staff wanted to talk about was a crazy call. 
you and I both know we have been blessed in our lives many times over. And I've had the great fortune to be able to broadcast athletic events. But even to this day, and we're talking over 10 years after that call. Yes. There are people that still, I never, I don't even know, but they've heard that call. And it's really neat. And I can't remember if it was John Nolan that sent it to me that evening or if I pulled it from the broadcast uh, that we had on hand. However, that was, um, well, that's become, now, okay, there has been another home run call where the granny came to fruition again. Tell us about that. We don't have that clip, but tell it. You were uh, equally as excited. And tell us a little oh. bit about that. Was that Robert Lara? Maybe? I well, I, no, the Robert Lara home run, no. I did that not a, have that call. Okay. Dan Watson had that call back in 2009. Um, I've had the good fortune to call a number of grannies over the years. But I never always called that as I did the one with Martinez. Um, there are two that come to mind. One was in the 2017 Midwest League playoffs, game two against Bowling Green. And the Tin Caps trailed for most of that game. We were up one nothing in the series, the best of three. <clears throat> and in the uh, bottom of the 10th inning, uh, we'd start a rally. And I don't know if you remember the name... Marcus Green Jr., he was a catcher. Yes. And lo and behold, bottom of the 10th inning, he hits one out of the ballpark. Another granny. We win the game. We win the series. And I kind of went schizo on that. And let me bring up one other one that just happened last season. Opening homestand of the season. We're playing South Bend. And we're trailing 3 nothing. bottom of the eighth inning. Ten caps load the bases. One at the time shortstop, now relief pitcher, Justin Lopez, comes to the plate. We're down 3 nothing. bottom of the eighth, two outs, bases loaded. He hits a granny to right field. Turns out to be the game-winning hit. We went 4-3. to three. Those are probably my three favorite granny calls that I've had the great fortune of calling over the years. And you know me, Jim, I, I don't plan it. I don't try to do it. But when there's an exciting play, my voice goes up at least 8 to 12 octaves. I agree. And, and um, it is so much fun to see these, be it, Professional athletes, and we talk about Wizards slash Tin Cast Baseball. I've also had the good fortune to broadcast athletic events at Purdue Fort Wayne for 28 years. Men's and women's basketball, men's and women's volleyball, and some men's baseball. Not to mention a bunch of coaches shows. And when you see a, be it a student athlete or an athlete, come to the forefront and they do something well. And it just happens to be a team that you're not only getting paid by, but the team you're rooting for. 
Mm-hmm. They come up with a great play. And I, had, I try to be myself, and myself means I can get loud, I can get high octave, and but I'm having fun. And I, um, again, what I think I'm most proud of over these 30-plus years of broadcasting are some of the letters and comments I have received from fans and parents and how much they enjoy the broadcast. And um, I, I know I'm getting long-winded, but I have broadcasters hoof and mouth. <laughs> and there are two postcards I keep with me at all times. And it's digressing from baseball for a moment, and they go to women's basketball. Several years ago, we had a player on the then IPFW women's basketball team who was born in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, but her dad got transferred to Indianapolis at an early age. And she came to IPFW on a basketball scholarship. And her first season, we went through the season, and at the end of the year, I get this really nice postcard from her grandparents. And at the bottom of the uh, bottom of the note, we enjoyed listening to you so much, we feel as we're, if we're courtside. That's really neat. Goes back to what Ernie Harwell said. Mm-hmm. The next year, we were scheduled to play two games in South Carolina. One of them was at Coastal Carolina, and... Um, it's not that far from Myrtle Beach. In fact, we stayed in Myrtle Beach while we were there. And I got to meet her parents, her grandparents, I should say. And at the end of the year, I get another postcard. Thanks so much. And at the end of that postcard, she says, we just want you to know that for the past two seasons, you have been the link between our granddaughter and ourselves. And we appreciate it very, very much. That hit home. Yeah. Those, that's what that's what broadcasting is all about. That's right. Yeah. There aren't trophies big enough to parallel uh, those words, those kind words and those words of appreciation to to show you that what you're doing does make a difference yeah. in some people's lives. And you, you think, well, I'm just I'm coming in. I'm doing the game. I'm describing the game and t- talking about who does well, et cetera. But some people sit on those words when they can't make it to the game, and you are their eyes and ears. You know, you Mm -hmm. are you are on the radio dial going left to right, and you're you know you're doing this and and just describing and painting the picture, and uh, and that that's that's an incredible uh, uh, ability to be able to do that. uh, Whether it's at a sporting event, and I know a lot of sports fans go, "Oh, I'd love that. Be a dream job." Okay, it's not that easy. And, in fact, uh, I I have it jotted down here. I wanted to ask you, each and every day, Mike, before the Tin Caps play an opponent, what is your day like as far as prepping for that game? I'll be honest, and I have driven my lovely wife, Sue, nuts over the years because I used to do the fall schedule home and away, now I do the home schedule and selected away games. Mm-hmm. My game gets my day gets started early. Um, one of the things I will do is I will look for game notes, both teams. I will look at statistics and league standings. Usually I put together my own little pack of sorts, thanks to MILB, 
where I get the league standings. I get uh, the, the uh, standings for in uh, hitting and pitching uh, in terms of ERA. I get the, you know, all the individual stats for each player on the two teams that are involved in the game. I look back at my scorebook, and I look for trends. And I do things sometimes a little weird, as they say. Uh, one of these years, I'm going to get 3M to be a sponsor for us. Because it doesn't matter whether it's baseball, basketball, volleyball, whatever. I utilize the desk that I get to work at. And I use a lot of scotch tape. I got this idea from a former broadcaster for the Cedar Rapids Colonels for 15 years. His name was John Rogers. And what I do is I take the game notes from both teams. And based on the experience I've been able to get over the years, I will cut out or as Sue says, cut and paste, certain items that I think I may use in my broadcast. And the reason I do that, it's more geared more for a faster-paced sport like basketball or maybe football or volleyball than it is for baseball. But it's easier for me to look for something I want to talk about, a stat, whether it's consecutive game hitting streak or whatever the case may be, tape it down in front of my desk, and me having OCD, I do the same thing, same place every time, every game. But it's easier for me to glance during a broadcast at something I want to mention about the broadcast than it is thumbing through, in some cases, 10, 15, 20 pages of game notes. But I just look ahead, I anticipate, and that's not even counting the chance that we get to do is to interview players or managers or coaches or others. And I am so lucky this year, Jim, Jonathan Matthews and I get to talk on Fridays and I use that as part of our pregame show. Mm -hmm. And an idea that Mike Nutter came up with at the end of last season, he agreed to be my guest on the Sunday home finale on the pregame show. And that has really been successful we ask for some questions, and we get some interesting ones. But what Mike and I both try to do, not talk about the team per se, but to talk about the behind the scenes, the operation of the, the staff. And um, uh, I, I threw a, we had a curveball question <clears throat> um, a week ago when uh, somebody uh, sent a question in. And they wanted to know, um, and in one example, what determines when a pitcher gets a victory. Now, you and I know that a starting pitcher has to go five innings, or a relief pitcher has to be in the game when the team takes the lead and ultimately wins the game. It's a silly little question, but this person wanted to know. Mm -hmm. And Mike has done a tremendous job, and he absolutely loves this segment where we get to talk about other things. You know, how did he get started? What is a typical day like for him uh, when the team is at home? Because Mike is the jack of all trades and and um, someone that I cherish. Another thing, you talk about it not being easy. It took me four times to get the job broadcasting before the start of the 2005 season. It's the fourth time I interviewed for the job as a broadcaster. And Mike took a chance on me. 
and we've had a lot of fun ever since. Um, I miss not being able to broadcast the Midwest League All-Star game because they don't have it anymore. We did 15 of them. Right. <laughs> and, one, and one of the things that Mike and I would do on the morning of the All-Star game, he and I would have breakfast together, whatever hotel we were at. And then we'd go to the league meeting and, and uh, have fun. And, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout out some kudos for Mike. Um, he's one of the best things that the city of Fort Wayne has had come to town in the 20 plus years he's been here, not just about a baseball team. Um, he is a religious guy and I'm happy for that. He has gone through some of his trials and tribulations himself, but he's got a heart of gold. He got the memory of an elephant and anytime he can help somebody, he does. And he helped me out uh, between 2004, 2005 after I had been with the team as an official scorer starting in 2002. Mm -hmm. And, and um, Mike is just a dear, dear guy. And one other quick note, and I'll shut up for a moment. I noticed this yesterday. Last night, Mike and his family are in San Diego, getting away from everything. And it was kind of fun because I don't know what Beth and Caitlin are going to do, but I do know that Carson and I are going to be at at least – four Padres games this week. <laughs> Last night, he was at the ballpark, and former tin cap Jake Peavy, uh, tin cap, wizard, no, tin cap class, no, wizard class of wizard, 2000. yes. He was inducted into the San Diego Padres Hall of Fame. One of the things that Mike and I have talked about for years, we were talked about possibly having some jerseys retired, and he's talked about Jake PV in particular. We, back when the team had its 25th anniversary, there were a number of us that were trying to take a shot at uh, putting together our all-time tin cap team, our all-time Wizards team, and our all-time Fort Wayne team. And I would love to see the time come that we could have some big gala event for a weekend, try to bring back as many former Fort Wayne players as would be interested having some of them throw out first pitches, and just have a good old time and reminisce, especially some of the 216 players that have gone on to make the major leagues, including 57 that are in the game this year, come back and, and uh, talk about their brief time that they had in Fort Wayne on their way to the bigs. Well, that'll it's be, still a yeah, discussion that... whether it happens or not. I don't know, but Mike and I have been talking about it. That would be nice to do. Mike, we are out of time this morning. But thank you so much for joining us this morning and uh, pinch hitting for Mr. Mike Nutter. And I echo your sentiments on uh, how lucky this community is to have Mr. Nutter. And uh, and I, there, there won't be a, a time when I won't say that, that's for sure. Because uh, everything he does, both on the field and off the field, is uh, something that always leads to production and, uh, and goodwill. For, uh, for this community, and we, and we thank him for that. But, uh, Mike, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, please stay in touch. Oh, we will, Jim. And one other quick thought. It's, as much as I feel about Mike the way I do, the same goes to you. You have poured your life into the game of baseball. Uh, you're the president of the Northeast Indiana Baseball Association, 
And having this show for, what, 14 years and counting has been a blessing to this community. And I, I hope that a lot of people will stop and say thanks for what you have done. Well, it's It's been a labor of love. And, uh, you know, I, every time I keep thinking, well, gee, that's that's about enough, uh, then someone comes along and says, hey, I tune in every Saturday morning when I'm working or doing this. And that revives me. That uh, that that gets my spirit moving. That uh, hey, you know, there there's still a few people that will tune in on a Saturday morning, and uh, and listen. I I started this show when there was no other local sports either on TV, radio. I mean, other than the TV uh, news that could give you about two minutes worth of sports, and that's national and local. And we went this way. Kent had just uh, uh, given up the first sports wise. So there was nothing going on, and so we took a shot at this. But since uh, there's been a lot of local sports that have come through, and so people can get their fill and get their taste of local sports. I just want it to be that if there is a game, either professionally, collegiate, high school, whatever, that you don't say, I never knew about it. You know, we'll, we'll try to hype that with the with the professional team presidents, and, and the athletic directors, et cetera, to let you know, here's what you can do, and you don't have to leave town to go see a, a great sporting event. So that's that's what we do. And uh, thank you. I appreciate your sentiments, Mike. Thank you, Jim. And thanks for letting me babble and babble, but that's what broadcasters do. There we you have go. fun doing it, and um, we'll, we'll stay in touch, no doubt about that. All right, Mike. Well, thank you for joining us, uh, and have a great day. Thank you. All right. That was Mike Moss, broadcaster with the Fort Wayne Tin Caps and uh, PFW as well. Uh, and uh, what a great guy. And you talk about somebody that gives to the community through sports. Uh, that is one, Mr. Mike Moss. So we're going to go ahead and take a we're, we're We're shy on break, so we're going to take a break right now. And when we come back, um, I've got some uh, news that pertains to the Fort Wayne Commons to share with you. So uh, if you're a Comet fan, tune in. We'll be right back with more. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Influencer marketing. You hear the term all the time, and you see examples of it in your social media feeds. But what is it, and how does it work? And more importantly, how can your local business benefit from it? It's not as if you're going to contact Kim Kardashian to ask her to promote your product or business. I mean, what local business could afford to do that? But the fact is that local businesses can and do benefit from influencer marketing. And we have just the thing you need to help you understand how it works, how you can benefit, and how you can tap into many local influencers located right here in Indiana. Download our latest ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Influencer Marketing. Text influencer to 46862 or visit federatedmedia.com to download your copy today. Download The Ultimate Guide to Influencer Marketing by texting influencer to 46862 or go to federatedmedia.com. Honest Abe Roofing is a different kind of roofing company. The best part was we got a quote, not an estimate, so we knew what we were going to pay. With Honest Abe Roofing, you'll always get a quote from the very beginning. Honest Abe is Northeast Indiana's quality roofer. The best materials, the best installers, and the only roofing company in Fort Wayne that gives customers a guarantee above and beyond any manufacturer's warranty. Oh, yeah. I'd definitely use Honest Abe again. Honest Abe Roofing. 286-ROOF. 
Caleb and Kenny in the morning. Flory Badunga. Outside of Auburn, which is a bit weird, you look at Michigan, you look at Duke, you look at Kansas. Two of those three are clearly better programs than Indiana. Michigan has the argument where you have a former NBA big man, and Jawan Howard is the head coach. That is true. It still matters how good you are on the court, and Indiana is not a premier program right now. Caleb and Kenny, mornings at 7. Hear it all on the 1380 app, or download the latest episodes on 1380thefan.com. My ride smells just right, just right, just right, just right. Y'all gotta try that for Bree's car. Just right, just right, just right, just right. La 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 la. With up to 40 days of consistent sin. All over Bree's car, clips right on your pit. You know my car's my happy place. Keep that smile on my face. It smells just right, just right. Wireless headphones. That'll be $200. I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card. Now that's a hit. You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere. I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cash back is pretty heroic. Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Follow us on Twitter now at 1380 The Fan. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us everywhere and listen live at 1380TheFan.com. Fort Wayne Sports Station. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Saturday morning, 7-29-23. On a wet and hopefully drying up Saturday morning. Not a whole lot of baseball to play around the uh, Diamonds of Fort Wayne this morning or this afternoon, but uh, there may be a few. But... Uh, if you're going out golf and you're going, uh, you got soccer matches and things like that, uh, well, take a couple pair of shoes because they could get wet. Anyway, 46862, Automotive Color and Supply, text line 46862, put TS in the front of your message. Um, I received word uh, from one, well, one Mr. Justin Kenny, uh, who noticed uh, a post on the account of Mr. Casey O'Boyle that his uncle had passed away. And Casey knows him as Uncle Eddie. The rest of Fort Wayne and the Fort Wayne Comet Nation know him as Mr. Comet Eddie Long. Eddie Long has passed away. Uh, What a a great man. What a great individual. Family man. Uh, I, I know his son Brady well, Eddie was a neighbor of mine at one point, which was a thrill for me because my first heroes as a child were Fort Wayne Comet players. They were the athletes that were bigger than life for me. And I could go down the numbers, the, the Chuck Adamson's, uh, Terry Thompson's, Cal Purinton, Terry Pembroke, Lionel Repka, Roger Masonow, on and on Teddy Wright, uh, 
Johnny Goodwin, Bob Rivard, Lenny Thornson, Reggie Primo, Norm Wozlowski, Merv Dubcheck, and then you get to number 16. It was Eddie Long. And I can recall as a child taking my dad's white T-shirts and an orange and black crayon and putting a Comet logo the best I could, almost like a stick man or something, you know, on the front and putting the, whether it be the number 16, the number 11, the number 12 for Reggie, uh, number one for Chuck Adamson, uh, doing that and, and playing hockey in my basement as a kid because I wanted to emulate my heroes. And when I found out that I lived just down the street from Eddie Long, I had to go and, and talk with him. And, of course, uh, for quite some time, for about eight years, I was the sports director on WoWo Radio with Charlie Butcher, and I succeeded Bob Chase. Uh, a lot of the former comments would tune in and listen, and I found that out when I got to meet Lionel Repka. I went and introduced myself to Lionel Repka, who was a hero of mine, and, and he told me, he said, oh, I listen to you and Charlie every morning, and, and that just... I almost passed out from that. It's incredible. But I got to talk to Eddie, and Eddie said, oh, yeah, Jim, I listen to you all the time. And and it just, it. I thought, my gosh, it, it, here here's a guy larger than life at five foot eight who, who would do that. But Eddie, Eddie would still lace up the skates and get out and, and play hockey with Brady on the ice rinks around town. And, you know, it. In his 80s, doing that still, but uh, Eddie loved life. And uh, last time I saw Eddie in person, chatted with him, it was over at St. Anne's. I went over to see my aunt, uh, who was a resident over there at St. Anne's, and uh, Eddie was walking the halls. And uh, I, I chatted with him, and uh, we, we reminisced a little bit. Uh, when the Comets won the Kelly Cup, uh, I chatted with Eddie and Brady outside the, the Coliseum, and he had his old Comet sweater on with his number 16 on it. There was no name on the back because he didn't do that those days. But anyway, um, rest in peace, Eddie Long. We love you. Thank you for being the person you were and impacting so many people. You will be missed. That's going to do it for Talking Sports this morning. Uh, thanks to Mike Moss for joining us. Thanks to Brandon Podgorski for keeping it all so smooth. Thanks to you, the listener, for tuning in each and every Saturday morning. So until next Saturday, have a great week, everybody. Do you know what makes you so special? You're unique. Your personality, style, and your likes and dislikes. That's why Blade Man's Knife Shop is your knife shop. You need a knife as unique as you are. And Blade Man's has a huge in-stock inventory to connect you with the knife that will seem like it was custom made just for you. Hi, this is Mark, the owner of Blade Man's Knife Shop. And I'd like to personally invite you out to the store to see the area's best selection of quality knives. We have Benchmade, Spyderco, Microtech, Protech, Pogue, Zero Tolerance, Medford Knife and Tool, ADV Tactical, Tour Knives, and many more. We also also have
have a great selection of custom knives. Prefer to shop online? Check out our great selection on BladeMansKnifeShot.com. We pride ourselves on fast shipping. So check us out on BladeMansKnifeShot.com or stop by the store in the shops of Scout Road and have a cup of coffee on me. Be in the know and follow Blademan's on Facebook and Instagram today. And Blademan's offers a 10% discount for police and military. Check out the collection of Shun Knives, the finest in kitchen cutlery. Plus, get in-store services including blade sharpening. Blademan's Knife Shop on Illinois Road in the shops of Scott Road. interrupt this scheduled program for breaking news from Grody Mitsubishi. Hey, Fred Grody here from Grody Mitsubishi. Used car prices are on the rise, so this is a quick public service announcement. So if you made up your mind, your old ride is past its prime, now's the best time because you could drive for a dollar. That's right. This week only, you could drive home in a car you love from Grody Mitsubishi and put just one dollar down. So if driving your old ride is a grind, dump it and drive for a dollar. But Fred, what if I've had credit problems in the past? Even if you've been turned down before, my For the People credit approval process means that if you have a job and a dollar, you could be driving home today. But hurry, before prices continue to climb, come drive for a dollar. Podcasts by Federated Media.